Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing. The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, John Schwab here from Curtain Call, and welcome to Episode 70 of the Curtain Call Theatre Podcast, the podcast that brings you backstage as close as you possibly can be, often while the shows are happening, to meet the people that make theatre happen. If you are a theatre professional or you know of any, make sure you or they go to CurtainCallOnline.com and sign up for a free theatre professional profile with just an email address. It's absolutely free and absolutely easy. Just go to www.CurtainCallOnline.com and sign up today. And now for this week's podcast. And I'm going to have to start uh, by saying I'm sorry for the way I sound, but I have a little bit of a plain cold, and uh, you'll find out why in just a second. What a week it has been. Uh, Matt Humphrey and I had the opportunity to fly over to New York and catch people, places, and things at the St. Anne's Warehouse in Brooklyn. With both Matt and I having seen the show uh, a couple of times before, we got to watch it again before heading backstage last Friday night, and I cannot begin to tell you how phenomenal this production was. I mean, the, the company have grown in stature, taking... Jeremy Heron's production of Duncan McMillan's play to absolute new heights. I mean, I, I sound like I'm gushing because I, I am. I just, I'm, I'm unapologetically gushing. It, um, it's been an absolute pleasure getting to meet this company, uh, getting to know them over the last year or so. And, and Matt and I were overwhelmed by the welcome we got, both when we watched the show at the St. Anne's Warehouse and also when we went backstage. Matt and I realize what a privileged position we are in, and it's something that we never forget. And this visit was truly unforgettable. Now, I sat down and talked to the company while Matt was around uh, backstage during the show taking photographs. And I talked to them about, um, about them taking the play from London, both at the National and the Wyndham's Theatre, to New York, and how they themselves thought the audience in New York received the play. Have a listen. It's been glorious. I mean, there is nothing I can ever say about this whole experience from three years ago to now, except that it has been a spiritual experience yeah. of my life. Like, yeah. it is beyond anything I could have ever imagined, hoped for. The reaction here has been beautiful, much the same as in the West End, but kind of more effusive in its, like, people are prepared to go deeper. Like, I have all these letters everywhere yeah. from people and 
And they share some pretty intense stuff, you yeah. know. A lot of people die of this. So yeah. here I'm really aware of that. It's been amazing personally and creatively. It's been um it's been really interesting bringing it to a place where it was kind of born and mm. where people are a lot more aware of it as uh, aware of like AA as like an institution mm. and more and more aware of kind of higher power and that talk of God. And I think and it's and it's been amazing personally just to be able to come to America and to act and to li- and to live in New York and to see New York. And I think it hits people in New York harder mm. because they're just more aware of the culture of it. Listen, there was a, a bit of hype with the show because it was so successful. And was there any? Do you guys feel any like pressure or whatever to to kind of get it right here or to present something? You know, that was the pride of the UK last year. I mean, it won, it won the Olivier's. It won that, you know, it came with such weight. Did you guys feel any pressure to bring it? I think Jeremy was really good at um, bringing us back to the beginning. Yeah. All the time and keeping things specific. Yeah. And, but the only changes that, well, not the only changes, but some changes that we had to make were mm. just things like do the dishes instead of do the washing up. Oh, yeah. yeah that changed some words so that. Mm it could be understood by an American yeah. audience. And for me, I think that they do, there is a different sense of humour here, so they tend to laugh differently yeah. and sometimes at different points, and sometimes they're a bit more vocal than yeah. a British audience would be. But every night, it's exactly the same as it was at the door. It's not that much different. No. Yeah. I mean, no. I think in terms Response. of pressure, I felt like there was huge pressure on Denise to yeah. be able to bring, bring it, but right. of course she did, yeah. <laughs> and she does. But um, because it's her performance, as much as the play, yeah. that has kind of sold it. So, um, But I think then it was a kind of like Jackie said, taking it back to base, so that we yeah. were just doing the play again. We were just finding really the play again and the realities in the play. And then when our final dress rehearsal in London, before we flew over here, we did it to um, a recovery centre that we've been in touch with right from the beginning. They right. came in and they were our audience. And that is one of the things that Jeremy's done over and over again and it's so much more detailed now and everyone's so much more comfortable in the group that actually it's just it's a joy but actually doing it with the Catford people they've seen us and been with us all along and you can't lie to them because they're really living it you know so that really roots us back down it was perfect and their just feedback is yeah. just one, yeah. is just great because they they tell you you yeah. know whether that's real or not you know mostly they go they say how did how did he know that the guy who wrote this yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah it was fantastic that's a great endorsement and makes yeah. us feel like we're being real that's the most important thing isn't it Absolutely. that we feel like we're being real yeah and we're being yeah we're being yeah. authentic it, it feels you know it really does feel like an event for for Saint Anne's you know. I, I, I mean, regardless of it's like one of the fastest selling shows here and stuff, um, I think it just feels like everybody in the building is, is caught up in that feeling, yeah. which is just like, wow, you know, this is a one time event. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, like Denise, you know, is just a, a phenomenal kind of captain and heroine, you know, and so she kind of 
each time we do it, she ups the bar, and we all <laughs> we all got to go, all right, that's where we're going this time, you know. So um, it, it's been an honor. And New York, New York audiences are amazing. Well, that was my next question oh, was like, is there, can you, is there a difference? I mean, cause I was saying to Denise, yeah. like the Dorfman audiences are different from the Windows audience. So, so you can you feel that they laugh more. It's a huge laugh. They love one, man. Yeah. They love. They love to laugh. I think they love to be switched on yeah. to the humor. I think they like to let the performers know yeah. that they're getting it. I'd really like to know how it's felt coming, bringing the show back. Like first of all, revisiting it, and okay. like the kind of what was it like knowing that you were going to be able to do the show again? Um, oh my god! Um, so bit of a unique kind of angle on this is from my point of view because mm-hmm. at the West End I was understudying right. and I played a double Emma at the West End as well mm-hmm. and so coming to New York I've kind of stepped into group oh, wow. so I'm a new character so when the, the group you know in rehearsals it was really great because I was introducing myself as a new character yeah. so um, that created just a new a new tone to the yeah. group uh, really exciting and so that it just in it, did it feel like it just kind of I guess added a bit of bubbly kind of newness or whatever oh, to, God, the, yeah. to the group because that's important actually I, I think, think so yeah um, and another actor um, Himesh yeah. um, he's playing Sean mm-hmm. so there were two new faces to the group oh, so, good. so I think yeah I think that just changes the fizz yeah. of everything you have experienced the British audience but then come and play to an American audience yeah could you tell the difference between the, the no two? I don't think I could really for my because the thing with this play is if you if you've never seen it before when you go to see it you're just going to spend the whole time in awe of the whole mm. thing which is what I did mm. when I saw it last year so I wasn't really gauging what the audience were thinking around me because mm. I was just in awe of this play I'd never seen anything like it but I have heard from the others that you know that the audience is quite different. Mm. The way they react to things is different um, because I think this the, the context of this play has a different social meaning here. Yeah, I think Americans are slightly more open about therapy, about mm-hmm. about you know looking after yourself in that way. Whereas I think we have maybe a slight, slightly more of a cynicism towards it. Yeah, I think it's changing, but. Now plays like this are what's helping it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, feeling was, was, would it have the same effect with an American audience as it yeah. did with a UK audience? And then we didn't know whether it was um, going to get the same response because mm. the response in the UK was amazing. And we were just um, interested, I suppose, as to how, the, how everybody would respond over here. And... Um, it's been amazing. I mean, the audience we've had here have been amazing. We talked about the different cultures of um, how addiction and um, mental health is, is, is the, the culture of it, the way it's talked about, is very diff- different over here to how it is in the UK. Is it more open? I think so, yeah. yeah. A lot more people are openly talking about it or have a therapist or... Yeah. It's quite a normal conversation for somebody to say, oh, yeah. I spoke to my therapist last week, whereas in the UK it seems to be a weakness to say that mm. you've had therapy or you need help, whereas in the US it's much more open about it. Yeah. Also that um, the, the recovery programme they get, so a lot of the lines in the play, they, they react to much more. They get a lot of it. They're, they're more vocal mm. um, at the certain the certain things that 
in the UK, the UK audiences, you you could feel them get it, and you could mm. feel that kind of them nodding and the the understanding. But here, they they vocalise it; yeah. they're not afraid to vocalise no. it. No. It's like when you go to the cinema out here, completely claps and right, yeah, or they get up and they, shout and scream. They get up and shout and scream, um, so they're much more open to being vocal about what they see, which is great for us because we get to. Um, react to it on stage as well yeah and I suppose because of that it's meant that the show has, has grown yeah um, yeah it's been great what's it been like coming to this you know institution of off-Broadway place I'd heard about it before because I've, I've got a friend who'd worked here and she um, she just said the audiences here are amazing mm. they really like interesting stuff um, and you're really looked after at St Anne's and that's exactly what we felt when we walked in it's just like a real family mm. we're really looked after um, Do you find a d- different sensibilities with the audiences? I mean, do they laugh at different things? Do they? I mean, you guys have changed the show ever so, ever so Yeah, slightly. they're less I feel like they're a little bit less cynical um, the religious references just, they they land differently right, on American okay, audiences okay, okay. Um, than they do in mm-hmm. England. Um, they don't like the C word over here. <laughs> they don't. They don't was, laugh. Well, they, they, no, no, no. They they did. They laugh at the first one and go, <laughs> I can't believe she said it. And then after she goes, if she says it the third, fourth time in the, in the first, when she's at reception, you kind of see them going, oh, what's this going to do? Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah, so they're uncomfortable with that, but... Um, I, I just think they really, I think they're quite positive and they really celebrate Emma's recovery. Mm. And um, Denise says that she feels like Emma will actually survive in recovery mm. and she won't relapse. You know, and she didn't always feel like that at the West End. I mean, it's been quite extraordinary because I think the West End instalment, it was such a kind of cult following, such a frenzy mm. that it was good having a year off so that when we came back to it for the New York run, it felt like we'd kind of that had settled and then yeah. it was starting again in a way but I feel on a personal level that the show has deepened the work has deepened and yeah. so there's a funny thing where you know I've always wanted to play on a New York stage but it's a funny thing where it feels like the work has become less egotistical yeah. and the irony is that in, in a way you'd think that you'd, you'd send it up in some way or try and like you know bolster it out but in a way it feels like we've resisted that and um over here has become something even more deep and yeah. even more rooted. So it's been great. Yeah, it's been great. I sort of always thought that it would do well here because of that, mm. because people are kind of aware of it. I think the thing that has been different here is people are a lot more... It feels a lot more... The ending feels a lot more hopeful mm. and the ending feels a lot more kind of maybe euphoric. Yeah. I feel like Americans are a little bit more able to give over to to the hopefulness mm. of the end yeah. um, whereas in England I think it, I think the great thing about this play is the ending can satisfy somebody who is cynical and can also satisfy somebody who is really optimistic but I think here it is always it always feels really optimistic yeah. I think they're very happy and proud of yeah. Emma at the end of the play yeah I am I am too. When she goes, I know she's never gone long. Like, she's not going to be gone forever. Like, I've, I don't think this is the end for this play. I really don't. Yeah. I don't know what's next for it, but I, I don't know. Like, 
I've done over 220 performances of this, and every night something is different, every night. And that means she's not really done. The company of people, places, and things in their temporary home at the St. Anne's Warehouse in Brooklyn, New York. And later this week, we're going to bring you a podcast extra with the three American actresses that joined the company as Super Emmas. Um, now, you can listen to them as they relate their stories on what it was like joining a company in production that came with such big hopes and justifiably big hype. That episode will drop this Friday. Uh, now, before we wrap up here, if you are a theater professional and you uh, want to join the network built by theater professionals for theater professionals, a network that grows every day, then head on over to CurtainCallOnline.com and sign up for a free Curtain Call Pro profile with just an email address. You can also follow us on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Curtain Call. We'd love to hear from you if you have any suggestions or feedback for the podcast. Just get in touch with us via any of the social media platforms I just mentioned or write to me at John, that's John with an H, at curtaincallonline.com. Now, it just leaves me to say a huge, huge thank you to the company of people, places, and things, the team at St. Anne's Warehouse, Brooklyn, and to the city of New York for making our trip one that I will look back on extremely fondly for a long, long, long time. Uh, and I don't think we've heard the end of people, places, and things. Watch this space. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Curtain Call Theater Podcast, and I will catch you all next week. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.